Hey y'all and welcome to the Nolcast. This is Buddy Elliot, your host, with the Instant Reaction Podcast. Uh, we don't always do these for the lesser games, but right now, uh, well, Florida State's, uh, they don't have a whole lot of lesser games. They, they just have games they need to win. Start out tonight uh, thanking our sponsors. That is Louisiana Hot Sauce, Madison Social, and the Resolution Home Loans Group. Looking forward to a good show tonight after a 37-19 win over Northern Illinois. A game that I, I think Florida State fans have to be pretty pretty happy about, I would say. Um, look, looking at it, 473 yards of total offense, just 221 for NIU. Um, those are going to be high marks for, for NIU as far as yards allowed. And, of course, uh, because this is a show, we like to use a little bit smarter stats. You know, yards per play allowed by NIU, 5.3. That is the most NIU has allowed this year. And they've played some legitimate teams like, like Iowa and Utah. We often talk about when a game was won, when a game was lost. In this game, it was really won in the first quarter. If you look at that, that's when Florida State established its 14 to nothing edge in the game. They came out, they started fast. That's something they had not done all year. First drive, 13 plays, 75 yards. Next drive, 8 plays, 70 yards. And apologies if you're here in the background. It is storming here a little bit. That's big right there. I mean, that that is huge for Florida State to be able to go out there and get a lead, especially against a team like North Illinois, which itself really wants to run the football, is not a very good passing team. You know, it, they wanted to play a, a close, tight game, and yet North Illinois, you know, they, they very rarely had this game within a single score. You know, it was almost always Florida State up two scores, Florida State up three scores. It was – that's just how it worked for them. Um, they go out, they look really good throwing the football for the most part. They caught, they caught a couple breaks on the first drive with with the uh, the one ball not being intercepted and then also the uh, the touchdown pass. Although, look, they, they probably would have still scored anyway on that drive. In any case, I, I think what, what you really get from this game, at least a little bit, is some confidence. I mean, this was a group that was just so lacking in confidence throughout their, their season so far that they just looked like they didn't know what they were doing. And, and this wasn't a dominant offensive effort. I'm not going to go out there and tell you that. It was just a solid offensive effort against a really good defense. Um, and some people were surprised on Twitter. I said, this is the best defense they've seen so far. It absolutely is. And by the way, as I'm, I'm talking, uh, Old Dominion is up on, on Virginia Tech 35-28. So if you think Tech had a better defense than, than NIU, I, I suggest you think again. I, I really don't believe they did. How did Florida State do it? And look, I'll, I'll have to go back and watch again for the more granular stuff. But the one thing that really stands out to me at least before Abdul Bello went down with the injury. And that really changed the game, and, and I'll talk about that. But they just had fewer – pretty spoken. How many patty cake blocks do you think they'll have? Florida State just had – they were just more technically sound today, which is which to me is coaching. That is a good job of coaching by Florida State to be able to get your guys to at least, like, touch somebody. There were just fewer plays on which there was no – you know, nobody touched, and, and the guys in the backfield immediately. There were still guys in the backfield. That's going to happen. This offensive line is not talented, and the starters, for the most part, are out with injury. But they gave Francois enough time, for the most part, to throw the ball. And in the first half, I thought he threw the ball really well. He was 19 of 24 for 233, and a couple bad decisions in terms of, of the run game. You know, should I keep it? Should I throw it? Should I take off with it? But as far as accuracy, ball placement in the first half, he was very good. Now he didn't finish nearly as good. He, he you know, he finished only threw the ball seven times in the second half, which I, I think there's a, a pretty clear reason for that. Finished with 352, 
on 31 throws, two touchdowns, one pick. Overall, I, I have a hard time asking a whole lot more than that out, out of Francois. If you are somebody who thinks he's going to be like an NFL quarterback, then clearly you think he's a disappointment. But I, I don't have those expectations for him. So I think he, he's doing a, a fine job relative to a new system. Made a number of, of nice throws. His receivers also helped him out. Like he put the ball in a position where they could catch it. And they went ahead and they, they did catch it. They made tough contested catches and, uh, and moved the ball down the field. You know, I also really like, like the pace they played with. All week we were asked, hey, would they go slower? Would they slow this thing up in order to have fewer penalties, in order to, to be more technically sound, in order to, to not panic? You know what? No, if anything, they went faster. They ran 54 plays in the first half. And that, that, that Illinois, Northern Illinois defense, I think, was pretty tired come the second half. I, I think they were struggling a little bit. And that was a, that was a big deal. So, uh, clearly, look, Northern Illinois scored, you know, some points in the second half. But Florida State also scored 17 in the second half. You know, they, they, they scored more points in this game than they had against FBS teams in all their games combined this year. That's a big-time deal. So, just looking at that, um, you know, you got to be pretty happy, I think, the offensive effort. They clearly wanted to run the football as well. We already talked about how they, they took advantage of some of the short passes earlier with Northern Illinois playing off. Um, but if you look at the, the carries the backs got in this game, your running backs got 45 carries for, I don't know, 100 and about 150 yards. It's not a, not a great average, but it's consistently running the football. It's it's consistently executing plays that are less likely to have turnover because we know that passing plays have a higher incidence of turnover than do run plays. It, it, it's trying to establish some level of physicality, and then hopefully you get the defense to bite on a play-action play eventually, which, hey, in the second half, they did. 75 or 78 yards. How long was that? Uh, 78 over the top to, 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 uh, to Mario and Terry for a touchdown to really put the game away and, and ice that thing. And that was big, too. Um, I don't think this really changes your outlook of the team drastically. I do think that you need to be encouraged that, uh, one, I thought the team played with a little bit better, like they were a little more technically sound in this game. Uh, and the idea that they hadn't been making adjustments is is wrong. They, they had been making adjustments. But a lot of the adjustments had not worked before. Today they made some adjustments, which did work. And I'll detail those more on our Monday evening show that you can hear on, on Tuesday morning. But you, you got to be pretty excited about that. Some of those finally finally worked on the offensive side of the ball. And, you know, to go out there and, and do better than Iowa did, to do better than Utah did against this, this Northern Illinois defense, um, you know, in a situation in which you, you know, your offensive line is just, it's just bad. That's pretty impressive. So good job there. Uh, there were some frustrations with the play calling, I thought, in the second half. And uh, ultimately, I think most of that is just directly related to Abdul Bello going out. If you look at it, their run pass ratio with him in the game versus what it is when he was out of the game is drastically different. And that's not that Bello's a good player. He's not. But the backup there literally, according to PFF, had a, a not FSU, but according to Pro Football Focus, had a zero grade last week. And then he comes in the game, and he has two false starts in the first 12 minutes that he's in there. Look, this is not – I'm not trying to rack on the kid. I'm saying they literally have zero confidence in that kid. You can clearly tell by how they're calling plays. And ultimately, the first time they tried to really run a pass that wasn't a screen or anything with him in there, uh, the other tackle gives up a pressure, and, uh, and, and is, Francois is sacked and, and fumbled. And you know, if not for the turnovers in this game, I do think that there would be – uh, be significantly different 
score. I, I think Florida State would, would have, have probably blown them out uh, by more than they did. NIU had a number of, of short drives, but uh, but was unable to, to really mount any kind of long drives. Florida State had a number of, of longer drives in the game. Um, looking here, some other stuff. Just talking defense. Well, anyway, once you know, they, they were finally able to hit a, a long touchdown pass at the end, but Passing with, with 73 in there is, it's an adventure and not a good one. It's really more of a disaster. And that's just something that they're going to have to deal with um, if if he continues to um, to have to play. So, in any case, let's look at the defense real fast. They held North Illinois to 3.6 yards per play. That is an excellent number. That is taking a bad offense and making it look bad. We told you all in the preview, this North Illinois offense is not good and indeed they were not. Uh, the Northern Illinois running backs had, uh, let me see, nine carries for 22 yards. Excellent job stopping the run. In addition, Northern Illinois' quarterback is a pretty good runner. And Florida State, for the most part, kept him within the pocket for a lot of the day, which is, which is what their plan was. They wanted to have a, a controlled rush on him. Uh, so that he couldn't get outside the pocket. A couple times he did get outside the pocket, but for the most part, they made him throw. And how, how did he do throwing? Uh, not that well. 41 throws for 215. That is uh, really bad. And uh, although it's actually slightly above his, his normal average. Um, but yeah, no no run game for them, so to speak. Most of Northern Illinois, well, not most, but a good part of Northern Illinois' yardage came on one play in which you have a sophomore safety busting assignment, I believe. But Florida State continuing to, to play a lot of young players on the defensive side of the ball and to play pretty much like a Simon sound physical football. I think you had to, you had to be fairly excited about that. Um, looking at the drives here for NIU, 2, 2, 3, 24, 23, negative 2, 8, 19, 75, 1, 12, 32, 37, 17, 7. I think if you're, if you're sensing a theme here, the defense allowed one drive over 40 yards, one. You're going to win a whole lot of ball games if you do that, assuming your offense can score even a couple points. And ultimately, they did, so that was you know, fairly big. They also forced six three-and-outs. That's really big right there. Florida State only had one three-and-out on offense. And so while I, my Twitter blew up with a bunch of complaints about uh, how you know hey, they're, they're running the ball in, in the middle, it's not doing anything, blah, 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 which I totally get the complaints. I just think that the fans complaining about this are coming from a standpoint that is not realistic based on the personnel Florida State has right now. They really can't block um, especially in the pass protection game. So they're able to get downhill a little bit more in the run game. Um, you know, Francois makes the right read a couple times, pulls it a couple more times, and uh, ultimately that's that's the deal there. Um, they ran the ball okay. You know, I, I think they'll have some success running the ball a little bit against some other teams, and it was good to see some of these shots down the field because it will make a couple teams either think twice or – play one-on-one coverage, and, and hopefully the, the receivers can get out there and win one-on-one battles uh, yet again. So special teams, good to see Ricky Aguayo actually make some field goals, including some, some really big ones before the half. you got to love that. And then uh, in addition, Logan Tyler, for the most part, I, I thought had some some good punts. Um, he, had, he had four of them for a buck 72. It's a 43-yard average. Um, he had a long of 54. He put one inside the, the opponent's 20. Look, they weren't great, but I didn't see any punts blocked today that were. Um, or excuse me, I didn't see any punts today that were like real close to being blocked. I, th I thought that was big. Do need to clean up 
penalties on, on special teams returns. Those are going to happen. They just can't happen as frequently as they happened in this game. But overall, the special teams today, uh, they, they were better. Um, so, you know, it's a win that I think Florida State was expected to get. They covered the spread, and uh, you know, they scored more points than I thought they would. Certainly, I think more points than, than most people thought they would, than, than Vegas thought they would. And they held NIU uh, defensively. They, they did a good job. They just they gave NIU a bunch of short fields, which allowed NIU to get more points um, on a scoreboard than you would expect them to do with, with 221 yards of offense. I don't think this really changes your um, your outlook on the season a whole lot. On Thursday, we said that we thought they had probably about a 10% uh, chance of making a bowl. You know, maybe that goes up percentage point, maybe maybe 15% if that, but uh, but not much. Your outlook on the season doesn't change a whole lot when you win games that you're relatively expected to win. Uh, next, they go uh, at Louisville. I know we'll be talking about that this week, and we'll have a good guest for you all. And uh, five stars on iTunes, if you would. I know we just hit 2,500 iTunes reviews, which is a huge milestone for us. I just can't thank you all enough for that. And uh, I'll get the rewatch done probably uh, tomorrow morning. And I'll see you all again Monday with Ingram. Take care.